Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Gibb Insurance Services. Today, along with Susanna Gibb, Philip talks about what is workers' comp insurance? Do I have to buy it? And why you might be exposed to a lawsuit from your babysitter or gardener if you don't have workers' comp. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. We are back with Wealth Building Made Simple. We got Susanna Gibb back. How's it going, Susanna? I'm good. How are you, Philip? I I am doing well. And you know what? I'm 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 gonna go ahead and check this because I sometimes add an S, but don't put an S on your name. Yes, okay, I did it right. Gibb. I'm gonna tell you what my grandpa told everybody. There's no BS in my name. <laughs> I like that. I remember that. No I know, BS. right? No BS here. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Okay. So, so we are back today. We were piggybacking off of uh, Alice and I's conversation yesterday about 1099 versus uh, W-2 employees. And specifically where, where this comes in from a protection standpoint is workers' compensation, which, you know, honestly, I don't, I don't really know much about what that is, how it works. Is it provided by uh, the government? You buy from an insurance company? You know, what's the difference between having it on 1099 employees and W-2 employees? So I'm, you know, I'm at a loss from that. So I guess we'll start with what is workers' compensation insurance? Well, I will tell you that you don't know much is 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 fine. I mean, workers' comp is probably, you know, one of the sexier options in insurance as that goes. So what it does, though, is it covers an employer and the employee. So if somebody's working for you and they get hurt on the job, it covers their injuries without um, you having to prove that you were negligent or not as the employer. And it also protects the employer because employees can't sue because they got injured at work. And that's the biggest part of it. You know, obviously we want the workers to be covered if they're injured and they need uh, medical care or disability and stuff like that. But if you don't have workers' comp insurance and somebody's working for you, they can sue you. And mm. it becomes a huge, huge thing. And there's like, if there's a there's a really small, small window of them being able to sue, but it's it's very narrow if you have workers' comp. So that's good to know. So, yeah. so, the, so the in question, when you say somebody's working for you, I guess what I'm hearing is, so like if, if I have, empl- you know, you got digital work, right, or, 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 or remote work. I'm assuming that doesn't count, right? So they work for me and they're at home and they trip down the stairs. <laughs> you know why they? It's not funny, but if they trip on the stairs while they're at work. It's not in my facility, so that's not an issue, right? Or they have to be in my facility. All right. So here's, and you know, when I listened to Allison's episode yesterday, as far as like a 1099 or a W two employee, as far as workers' comp is, is concerned, like I can insure either on a workers' comp policy. So if you think about let's say you have an electrician come into your house like you did earlier, they don't really work for you. They're an independent contractor. You just pay them and you're expecting that they have their own insurance, right? Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But we do see, we have a lot of uh, business consultants. They go into work for AT&T or someplace big like that. AT&T is like, hey, listen, business consultant, we want you to have your own workers' comp insurance because while you're here on our premises, we don't want to be responsible for you. And so that's one way as the employer, if you hire independent contractors, um, like a GC, for example, a general contractor, if they have contractors working for them, then they can exclude them from their workers' comp if they have their own insurance. But otherwise, it becomes their problem. Mm. So as far as I'm concerned, when I write a workers' comp policy, it doesn't matter whether they're 1099 or W-2. I can include both. The only way I can not include the 1099 is if they have their own insurance. You got it. And, and so I can choose to work with them or not based on them having their own workers' comp insurance, right? So so if I say, hey, you want to do a project for me and you don't have a work, workers' compensation, probably not going to get you the job because I don't want to pay for the insurance. Right. Uh, and I see this a lot for like contractors. They're like, they don't want to pay the payroll taxes. So they're like, I'll just pay them all 1099. They're not my employees. So I don't have to, in the Texas, you don't have to have workers' comp anyway. It's a right to work state. So you can go without workers' comp. But I'm like, all it takes is for one employment lawyer to do any of those things that Allison talked about yesterday on your 1099 employee when they fall off the roof and get hurt Mm. and they're suddenly become an employee of the company and you become liable for their injuries. Uh, Okay. So then, but, but, but so let's say let's, and and you could say, Philip, this question is too comp is too out the wall, but let's say I have a W2 employee, right? Let's say I'm, let's say I'm Mark Zuckerberg. Now all of my employees are remote working from their home and they fall down their stairs, but they're a Facebook W-2 employee, right? Is that covered by the work comp- workers' compensation policy? Because they're not in the premises, but they're on the clock, you know? Well, yeah, I would think so because you think about the salespeople who go out and remote uh, work remotely on, uh, you know, they're working. Mm-hmm. You know, we would see sometimes like drivers will be out there and they'll get into a bad accident. It doesn't go on their, their injuries don't go on that commercial auto policy. It goes on their workers' comp policy. Mm, okay. I have a fun wrinkle if you want to hear this, this little bit. Yes, please. So let's say, for example, your nanny drops off the kid at dance, goes to the grocery store, and on the way back to pick up the kid, obviously still in the work of employment for you, gets T-boned. And it's hurt pretty bad. Okay. Now, she can make a claim on the person who hit her on their auto insurance, but their auto insurance maybe doesn't have enough coverage for the ongoing injuries that she has sustained. Where does that claim go? Do you know? I'm assuming me then now, right? Because she's on you. Oh, man. So, yeah. So, we need to write a workers' comp policy. And they're generally not expensive, especially for, you know, like a nanny for a housekeeper. Mm-hmm. But that's a big exposure that people don't realize that they that they have. So, and so all you, it takes is for one employment lawyer to get involved. And whether they can prove that it's your employee or not, you still got to pay the defense. That's so. So is there is there a workers' compensation you can get policy to include like the gardener, nanny, like uh, your electrician, anybody who is coming to do services for you? And, you know, yes, you still ha- you, you want to get a workers' comp 
policy for them, whether you 1099 or W-2 them, that's not my wheelhouse. You'll have to talk yeah. to Allison for that. And I know that you have to get an EIN. You know, I know enough to be dangerous in this area for sure. But I know for my purposes, yes, I can write you a workers' comp policy that's going to cover you for your nanny, for your housekeeper, for just your electrician that comes in once a week. That's part of your due diligence as in hiring contractors to make sure that they have their own insurance. Otherwise, it's going to fall on your homeowner's liability, which is kind of like what we talked about last week. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Man, this is all good stuff. You just you realize how exposed you are, you know. When people in Texas are like, oh, I don't have to have workers' comp insurance. No, you don't. But your workers can sue you. I could get up around this desk and fall. And that's a workers' comp injury. The employer didn't even have to be negligent. You know, negligence isn't even in play. If the employee picks up a box wrong and they hurt their back and they're out for six weeks, that's what workers' comp is for. Hmm. Okay. I need to uh, buy some insurance after this after this recording. <laughs> well, it's interesting because when I first started selling insurance, workers' comp, like this was, oh my Lord, 20 years ago. I can't believe those words just came out of my mouth. Anyway, it was really hard to get workers' comp policies. They were really expensive, but I think over the years, they've talked so much more about worksite safety and their safety meetings, and people are more cognizant about promoting that at the job site that carriers are really aggressive in their pricing now. So workers' comp policies are not, are not cost prohibitive like they used to be. And it's, and you know, um, there's lots of carriers now who are like, who, who are actively wanting it versus before it was like, you had one option. Now you've got multiple options. Well, that That is good to know. Well, let everybody know where they can reach you if they want more information or for you to review their insurance coverages to let them know where they're exposed, where they're not, what they need to think about. Yeah, absolutely. Go to uh, www.giveagencydallas.com or you can find us on social media on Facebook, we're on Instagram um, as Give Agency Insurance, as well as uh, TikTok, the TikTok, which I say just to annoy my 13 year old. All right. <laughs> well, I appreciate you. Have a good one. Thanks so much. Have a good day. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.